So what's up? Uh, not much. I've been finding, like, new rings of hell to descend into over the past week. But yeah. other than that, just kind of using my weekend to self-care as best I can for now. Nice. I'm glad. You gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah. What about you? How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. My phone, my, um... <laughs> So my phone's been on the fritz, and Apple is uh, t- sending it away. And uh, in the meantime, they're giving, they gave me a loaner phone, and mm. they dropped me down from a seven to a six. They don't want me to just like fucking run off with the phone that's better than the one I currently own, that's... or the same as. I mean, like they're gonna be able to find you regardless. Yeah, is the thing, but it's whatever. Um, but the thing is, like going from a seven to a six is because because the seven is when they phased out the headphone jack. So I've got a headphone jack again. Ah, so it's kind of an upgrade in a way. Yeah, if you think about it. Yeah. And I also I also have an actual home button this time, not just a thing that vibrates when I put my thumb on it, which was, which is really weird. I haven't actually had an iPhone in like the longest time. I've been using. I, just got like a phone upgrade like the past year so yeah the home button has not has not been a actual button for like four years gee okay weird i feel like yeah you just kind of like press on it and it like vibrates like it clicked but it doesn't actually click i I could see that they just don't want to add more buttons and all that fun jazz sure yeah but um let's see what else did i do um I got turbo stoned out of my mind. Uh, nice. With the with gravity the... bong. Yeah. How did that, like, did you construct it yourself or, like, with the help uh, of a friend? Or... I, I had help. Uh, girlfriend of the show, previous guest, uh, Andrea. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I'm on a loner phone now. Um, got turbo stoned out of gravity bong. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, what else did I do? I watched all of uh, I Think You Should Leave, which was really funny. What, what what is that? Is that like a That's TV the, show? It's a sketch comedy Netflix show. Um, it's just like weird absurdist situations. Okay. With like the most obnoxious people on the imaginable. I, I feel like I, I could get into that. That's kind of my daily existence. Just trying to yeah. be the most obnoxious person in the room. It's really funny. It has the line "Oh fuck, a clown pewter" in it. <laughs> a clown pewter. Clown pewter, yeah, so that's the kind of computer a clown uses. Oh, okay. I mean, I kind of imagined, maybe because of the movie we were watching, like, a clown body built into a computer. Um, but, you know, I'd kind of prefer it that way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, you want to finish up the intro now and get, get into movie? Yeah, let's do it. And podcast now. We ride the thin blue line and no other line on this podcast. <laughs> we stay strictly on the line and we take no sides whatsoever. I'm I'm Sarah and joining me is uh, the thin blue line himself, Mogu Blue Panda. 
Hi, I'm Mogu. I'm also a furry and also in the HKIP Discord server when I can. Yeah, which is how... Well, I think we knew each other a little bit before that, but that was... Well, I, well, I found the I found HKIP through Barking Points, because you guys had Axel on. Um, and then I just kind of stumbled from there to, like, Yale Yale Boys, and then Post Game of Thrones, and then just kind of into, like, a giant podcasting hole. Huh, I didn't know that. Well, you learn something new every day. Well, welcome, yeah. Mogu. Um, so this, since this is your first time on the podcast, uh, we are going to force you at gunpoint to talk about your pe- your history with horror movies. Like, what kind of genres oh, you always like, like, what... Like, when you started really watching these, uh, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, uh, (laughs) I have a really vivid memory of the first horror movie I ever watched, which was in a taqueria when I was, like, in elementary school. And they had Chucky playing on the TV. And that gave me... Like OG Child's Play? I... I don't know. I think it was like either the first or the second, just kind of guessing on like at what period in my life it was. Sure. Um, And it was just kind of, it freaked me out and it gave me nightmares for years. And I kind of like stayed away from horror movies after that. Um, And slowly over time, I've had friends introduce me to really great horror movies. Like until like It Follows maybe was the last, was the first like, big horror movie that I really got into. Um, While, whereas like Tokyo Gore Police was something that like I found actually really early on, like before I even watched any of the Saw series. Yeah, this is, this is what, in my opinion, this movie that we watched this week is, um, I feel like one of those horror movies that does not exactly clock as a horror movie that like, Mm -hmm. like there are movies that I point to that I watched when I was young that I did not really clock as horror movies or like not being scary enough to really like, merits like they were like horror e subjects but because i was not scared enough on them they were not horror movies this includes movies like yeah. uh, dead alive um the peter jackson zombie movie which mm-hmm. is much more comedy than it is horror um totally. i'm trying to think of other movies that i watched i mean i watched the thing really young and that's well not really young i watched the thing when i was like 16 and i that scared the fuck out of me Oh, that'll but, do uh, that for sure. That's definitely not a movie. That's definitely a horror movie. I, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway. That's fine. Well, like, I feel like this kind of fits in, like, the opposite spectrum of, like, the It Follows or, like, the really atmospheric kind of, like, horror films that really got me into, like, horror films again. But I still have, like, a really big soft spot for, like, these kind of, maybe not, like, horror movies, but, like, kind of fun, cheeky like, kind of schlocky, like, horror movies in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, the, re- the only recent one I can kind of feel like I can compare it to is Krampus. Like, that kind of horror movie that, like, is totally, like, not serious and, like, really fun, but obviously a lot less bloody than this one. Yeah, Krampus ha- Krampus surprisingly less gore than this movie. Shockingly. <laughs> Maybe I should kind of explain, like, how I first found this movie, because it's kind of a fun... Yeah, this is definitely a more obscure one, I feel like. I I, I actually found this in, like, the beginning of high school, um, because I'm a really big fan of this movie called The Machine Girl, which is kind of like a schlocky action uh, Japanese film um, with, like, a similarly revengeful female protagonist. And... Uh, the guy who did the 
gore effects for that movie is the guy who kind of headed up this movie. So I kind of made the connection after learning about the Machine Girl. Um, and I actually watched this movie with my parents for the very first time. Um, and <laughs> we actually made it a surprisingly far way through. Um, but eventually, by the time we got to the the penis gun, we eventually had to turn it off. Um, but uh, we turned it off there and I wouldn't end up actually watching the rest of the movie like several years later when I kind of stumbled upon it when I was like watching really nostalgic videos and stuff. Or- nostalgic movies and stuff yeah yeah absolutely uh, so yeah I, I was kind of surprised that my parents even just like let me <laughs> get that far into such a movie but they kind of loved it up until then yeah yeah the penis gun is definitely a moment it's it's quite a moment uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a big, ones... I, it's a big hill to crest and I, I think that like if you like that is definitely a turning point in that movie where I feel like I, I could have easily just been like no Nah, fuck this. Mm-hmm. But uh, when if, it just you, kind of... if you crest that hill, you'll I think you'll like the rest of the movie. When you crest the penis, you kind of enjoy the rest. Yeah. <laughs> just crest that dick. <laughs> just hit that dick. Just hit that dick apex, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Just get over it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we watched Tokyo Police Squad, Tokyo Gore Police. Yeah. Uh, this week on Fear Baiting. Mm-hmm. The movie start. The movie starts with like a. I mean, we can do upcominghorrormovies.com, but uh, Midsummer is out, and I haven't seen it yet. Will not be seeing it until next week, so I don't really know too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Anything interesting? The Banana Splits horror movie has some new photos in the gallery. Thanks. Banana Splits. Are you familiar with the Banana Splits? I'm not. Okay, so imagine a Chuck E. Cheese horror movie. So kind of like a Five Nights, Five Nights at, at Freddy's, Freddy's yeah. horror movie. Kind of like that, yeah. Except for like if Chuck E. Cheese was a TV show. And also if Five Nights at Freddy's was like a real thing. Because like the Banana Splits was a real kid's show. And now they're making a horror movie out of it. Where it's just oh. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, that actually sounds pretty sick. I could get into that. I have... You have much more faith in this than I do. Uh, I... I'm just a really big fan of, like, I, I get kind of an abnormal amount of enjoyment for just straight up bad movies than I feel like some people. Oh, fully. Um, um, so this is a, getting a uh, digital slash DVD release only, no the- theatrical release, and then it will be uh, uh, show dis- uh, debuted on TV on the Sci-Fi Network. Mm, that, that's a really good sign for its quality, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Every good movie's ever been on Sci-Fi. <laughs> um so yeah this this movie opens with our main character uh fucking ruka uh just doing like a little monologue where she's like i want to be a police officer just like my daddy when he grew, i'm so when proud I of him i'm so proud of him and then there's a shot of her dad and her dad's head just explodes yeah kind of just like a scanner style kind of head pop yeah 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 it, and it's it's pretty good it's, it's really good. I enjoy it. This movie gets this movie gets off on the right foot, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it really sets the tone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so then we flat uh, then we flash forward a little bit to uh, uh, or is it do we get like an ad here for the Tokyo Police Force has been privatized yeah. or, or do we get a chainsaw fight first? I don't I don't remember which one came first, but there is like those really there's a lot of like really cool 
kind of uh what's that movie like earth defense force or um style like kind of parody uh sorry kind of like parody style um police ads saying hey we've privatized the police uh, and this is going to be really good to help protect you because <laughs> privatizing the police is good. And they shoot a man to death on te- on a television ad, and like, it's a guy who's killed fifteen teenagers. Hmm. Kind of like I think that that ad kind shows like up again at the laundry. end. Yeah. <laughs> kind of makes you think. Hmm. Maybe they're trying to say some kind of message about the police. Maybe. Just if if you think about it, it might be that might you might you might come to that conclusion, yeah. I don't know. My brain's a little too filled with blood to actually like think about that yeah. kind of thing. So the thing about this movie is that it does something that Blair always likes to talk about, and it's one of my favorite things is that it, all the bodies are just blood. There's no bones in anyone's body. It's just mm-hmm. blood from top to bottom, except for one point when someone gets melted into a skeleton. Then they have bones, but every that's other... like the one bone in the whole kind of yeah. Film. It's the it's the exception that very much proves the rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's just kind of like uh, a water balloon filled with blood ready to pop, basically, um, which is fun. Oh, um, we we talked about the advertisement and we're kind of going to the, like the first opening fight of the film, which kind of it opens with our main character doing a Team Fortress style rocket jump with a rocket launcher up onto the yeah, top of the Yeah, it's great. It, she just kind of points it straight down into the ground and goes. <laughs> yeah, she yeets herself up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of lands on the top of this, basically, skyscraper. And there's another man up there, which we would know as, like, a engineer. Is this, like, yes. the... Is this the key master guy? The key player? No, this is not the key master. This is just some fucking rando who she beats the shit out of. Yeah, he's got a chainsaw for his arm. Um, which yeah. is cool, and he's like kind of sticking them into police officer faces and going fucking buck wild. Um, yeah, but then he kind of has like a chain on his chainsaw, and he spins it around and like a kasuri comma. Oh yeah, like a chainsaw comma. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's close. Uh 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 uh. uh I was trying to do a, a joke that coined that combined. Chainsaw, Kusurikama, and Akira Kurosawa. Oh, but God. it was not coming together. <laughs> you have to like write that down before you actually see yeah. it. That's too complicated. Yeah. Chainsaw. No, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. This isn't the kind of like you. I know you expected more uh, of me on the podcast than, than just Kusuri this. Kusuri Kurosawa. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck this game. This game sucks. <laughs> At least you can say we tried. Anyways, so the Chainsaw Man uh, fucking explodes. Yeah, basically. Uh, and so the, the, the future has the future has has great cops. Yeah, the cops are really good friends. They love to protect the people of the city privately and get money for it. Um, yeah. Does it does it then go into the ad about? Um, oh no, it's the main character Ruko cutting her wrist. Basically, like a whole yes. bunch. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of that in this movie, and I, I I really hate to see it. Yeah, me too. Like, it's not even, like, a thing that, like, is a trigger of mine or anything. It's just, like, I don't like the it. Yeah, it... it <laughs> there's, like, no... Like, even in, like, the over-the-top way it's done, it's still just, like, very, like, visceral and... Um, 
And there's even, like, kind of an advertisement for, like, oh, get, like, a better knife to, like, cut your wrist with, because that's all the ki- cool kids are doing. Um, which just kind of sucks to see. <laughs> well, we meet Keyhead, Keyboy, Keyman. Yeah, Keyman. Key, key the, the leader of the fucking... Not the lead. Like, is he the leader of the engineers? I think he just, like, makes them. He's, like, the guy who yeah, kind of... okay. He takes the little key tumors out of his head and then puts them into other people. In people to make them into into uh, engineers. engineers. Silicon yeah. Valley engineers. And she wants to... She, wants, she tries to find him, but instead he fucking sticks his key and... He sticks the brain key into her arm well she tries to fight him and then she slices his face open with a katana and then he pulls his face up and his head turns yeah. into machine gun eyes he pulls off his whole wig including the upper half of his face yeah and yep yep just <laughs> kind of Absolutely. like i said during the filming just like blastoise eyes kind of come out oh yeah it's 100 percent blastoise eyes and, and, <laughs> and start shooting like meat chunks out of it basically yeah, it's... And they get into a fight, and he wins, but he doesn't, like, kill her or anything. He just sticks his brain key into her arm scar, yeah. and her arm explodes open. And then she wakes up the next day, and it's like, wow, was that a dream? What the, the fuck? The arm exploding open is, like, a really cool, practical Yeah, effect. absolutely. Reminded me of, uh... I know I mentioned The Thing earlier. Reminded me mm. a little bit of The Thing. No, totally. Like, the... Like, kind of, like, absurd, like, alienistic-feeling practical effects are, like, they really lend themselves to, like, the gory feel of the film. Absolutely, yes. Is after this the bar? Or does she go back uh, home to her police chief? And that's when we see weird Faldo. Uh, God, my... This movie scrambled my memory so much. It was just, like, every five minutes something else weird and wild was happening, and I was so much more focused on that than I was the actual, like happenings of the movie yeah that's we can just like mostly skip through like the mostly wild events yeah um because the next big event that i remember happening is the um that one cop getting into like a big back alley brawl and like getting injected with the with the um like the key man sticks the tumor key into this cop's head and then sticks a tumor in there yeah. The tumor key in there, then shuts the head, and then the next day that that cop shows up at the precinct with like elephant dick. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he like buys the funny number girl of sixty nine and like gets trapped in this weird sex chair, and then shows up later basically at his um, precinct and fucks up all of his friends with a giant elephant gun dick. Yeah, a giant elephant gun dick. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, skip too far over the crocodile Dundee Undee. Um, oh, I but... thought that was later. No, he gets like infected there, and then he yes, goes... that's right. He gets infected by he gets infected by uh, crocodile pussy. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the one thing that like kind of has always stuck in my mind <laughs> after this the film croc, the croc puss. He like shoots off her lower half with a Uzi, basically, yeah. and. He slowly crawls away, and she crawls after him, um, and has just, like, a her legs are the different sides of the mouth for a crocodile, um, and just gives him a free good chomps before dying, basically. Yeah. Oh, God. He fucking... 
blasts her pussy, though. <laughs> he, he shoots a full clip in there. Yeah, just... He and then he, he says "fuck you" in English, jams the barrel of the Uzi into her puss into her crock pussy, and obliterates it. <laughs> he he also very much does like pull a ligament on his detached arm to fire the gun. Like yeah. it's not even like him directly pulling the trigger, which is it, it. Just kind of shows like how fucking wild this movie can be. Yeah, just manipulate the synapses, manipu- manually manipulate the synapses in your brain to fucking explode, to fucking shoot your gun. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, who gives a shit? Ah, uh, that's the one I have to pull. There we go. Yeah. So in the aftermath of the of um, crocodile pussy victim, uh, ele- elephant dick. Elephant dick. Yeah, there is a very uh, large like elephant sound effect when it shows up. Yeah, when his when his giant fleshy gun dick shows up. Um. He, he dies, but takes on a shitload of cops with him, and then the cops are like, alright, anyone who's ex- who's suspected of being an engineer, we kill them on sight. Just fucking brain them. Do it. Yeah, just and they basically just start killing anyone, like, kind of civilians, people who aren't engineers, and there's this one yeah. fight between, like, a cop where the cop kind of gets her skin melted from evil green slime titty juice, and yeah. just kind of, that's when we see her full skeleton, which is weird. Yeah. I think... Is this when she goes to visit Keyman? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she goes to visit Keyman and is like, hey, what the fuck? And then he, like, like just sits down with her and is like, so, the day your dad was killed, that was my dad who did the assassinating, and he was just, he just kind of crouched there and <laughs> shot your dad in the head? He but just, then someone like... shot. But then someone shot my dad in the head, so what the fuck? Anyways, don't be mad at me, because my dad killed your dad. And then... <laughs> We have we have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, let's I, work I, together. To, I, I was studying. I was studying the genes of murderers, and well, you then were my the dad died. While you were studying the blade, I was studying the genes of murderers. Um, my dad died, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, I guess I've gotta eat all this." And then he injected himself <laughs> with a billion things and became the engineer and became Key Man. Yeah, and that's like he basically sits down and explains the plot for <laughs> for yeah. everyone. Yeah. And, and then, and then she's like, well, all right, uh, bye, and fucking cuts him in half hot dog style with her sword. Yep, she's like, well, thank you for telling me this lovely story. Um, time to fuck you up and then basically head off and do my own thing. Oh, shucks. Okay. So after she leaves is kind of like when she's going through all of the, like, different, like, areas of, like, people who have been hurt from the police and he's kind of, she's, she's going full ACAB, basically. Oh, she, yeah, Absolutely. Um, does she like also? How does she get all the powers? Does she like inject herself with the bad guy DNA? She she had the key in there from when like Key Man put her in, put the key in her, but okay. then she gets shot in the eye by one of the guys near like the, the big stack of like arms and legs and stuff. And oh yeah, that she is that one is it when she plows into that? Yeah, she just like does it like a fucking like cart of fruit basically. She just drives through it. <laughs> No! no! My cabbages! <laughs> All of my arms and legs! <laughs> no! My carotids! No! <laughs> anyway, kill, kills two cops. Gets her eye shot yeah. out. Uh, it regrows as like a cyber eye. Yeah, she's... she's she's a, She's a little hurt, but she's fine. Yeah, just a little damage in the eye. No problem. Yeah. It actually makes her stronger. Yeah. it's the, And this isn't blood, it's victory wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
then later we kind of uh we meet a character who was introduced earlier who i i, I think i just called her mama when i wrote it down uh-huh. the, the lady who runs the bar who's kind of like the friend of ruko and she does have a cool fight scene with a few police <laughs> where she breaks a bottle jams the bottom of the bottle into a cop's face and then like spits out his face onto the floor yeah she that... yeah she like she like does the same thing that uh, i'm trying to think of like the fucking the oh god what is the fucking she like blow darts his face onto the floor <laughs> she she no she doesn't blow dart she um, fucking spitballs it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well done <sighs> But, Thank uh, you. I, fin- I finally got there. Finally. Um, but even after she does kill a few cops, she does get drawn in quarters, quartered by cops, which is pretty unfortunate. Yeah, it's a rough one. It's kind of a bad way to go in terms of, like, the different ways that people die in this movie. Yeah, like, if you really think about it, it sucks to go out that way. And, and she does break apart both hot dog and hamburger style kind of yeah she gets drawn and quartered she gets drawn quartered and just fucked all the way up just kind of turned into four little distinct pieces yeah uh she gets she gets cross-sectioned yeah yeah exactly uh what's the main character's name again ruko ruka 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 um heads back to the police station Mm. after that basically um she gets back to the police station and kind of it seems like by the time she gets there they already know that she's like a she's out to go kill more police basically well um, yeah she's 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 it's pretty obvious she's become an engineer and she gets into a fight with like this scientist guy from her police station it's like oh so you finally become an engineer and he's got like this fucking oh what it's like a fucking six shooter of fists yeah it's a fist gun not in the fun way what's, what's the fun way like a like a funny sex fisting. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. that way. I getcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're on the same same wavelength here. Yeah. Um. It fucking rules. It's like gargantuan, and like the fists when they're flying, they make middle fingers at her. <laughs> and like I don't even remember how he how this scientist guy beats it. I just know that he does. He takes a few of the um, middle fingers. Like, Ruka does, like, a hermit purple and makes a vine that spins the middle fingers around and just, like, kind of uses them to impale him. Yeah, it's great. They do, like, a really slow motion shot, which is basically just, like, a person moving their hand, like, around very slowly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much (laughs) looked exactly like that. Uh, That was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was very funny. So then the the scientist guy beefs it, um, and she basically moves on to like the penultimate boss, which is this kind of creepy Voldo looking motherfucker who um, is like all in bondage gear and yeah. Oh, I, I should I we I feel like we should clarify the thing about Voldo is that he he very much has hands and legs. He oh, just straps yeah. things onto it, as opposed to this woman who is just a quadriplegic who has been strapped into a bunch of knives, yeah, a bunch a of, of knife limbs. Kind of Valdo sans appendages, 
um, yeah. plus blades. <laughs> and they kind of have like a fun kind of action fight. Uh, not too sure how, like how to describe it other than just like lots of clashing swords and Valdo jumps around a bit. Um, yeah. Gets thrown into a desk. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember how that fight ends, honestly. How how does she beat Valdo? They, they just, like, fucking breakdance for five minutes. And then... Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of, like, CGI, like, Valdo jumping off the walls and shit. But she just, like, breaks the swords and throws her into a desk. Yeah, she doesn't kill her because she needs to come back at the end of the movie. Yeah, she shows up with, like, sick gun arms and yeah, legs. Yeah, gun and legs so. instead of... Knife legs. Yeah, the the only logical upgrade for yeah someone missing but their it, arms and legs. Uh, around this point, she faces the final boss, who is the police chief, and he's like, "Oh, I killed your father, but I made you into the perfect engineer hunter." And then he cuts off his legs and uses the blood spurt to jet <laughs> to like fucking jetpack himself at to at Ruka. Yeah, he just like kind of like grunts really hard to like make the blood shoot out harder, <laughs> and just like. <laughs> slowly rises into the air and is fucking flying like Superman all throughout the room trying to kill her. Um, but how does he stop her? He just like, she just like, um, she just like grabs him? Right? Yeah. Yeah. She, she like takes him apart. She like slices him apart and then t- cuts his head off. Yeah. And it's good. It's, it's really, it's a really good like satisfying ending in my opinion. Just like, yeah. I liked the end, especially because a cop dies at the end of it. Yeah, a lot of good cop death in this one. Yeah, and we get another... Oh my god, I just realized we completely skipped over something fucking hilarious from like an hour earlier in the movie, uh-huh. which is the um, <laughs> the commercial that they have for the game that is just the Wiimote strapped oh to a sword. Oh my god. And they like, it's, it's connected somehow <laughs> to like a real prisoner being cut up, and it just says on the bottom of the screen like, this is not re- virtual recreation. This is an actual man, and just like this woman, just like gleefully, like si- s- like standing in her kitchen with a sword taped to her <laughs> remote, just going wee, like an actual remote. <laughs> the whole family getting together just to like murder a fun prisoner. Yeah, that's the it, VR that the, I'm looking for. It's the real. It really makes you feel like we live in a society. Mm-hmm. I like to think about how real and true it is. Yeah. It's good, it's true, and above all else, I love to see it. It's, it's, I see it, and good? Yeah, yeah. but then that trailer from the beginning of the movie plays again, and uh, then the, the film, like, burns in the middle of it, and then there's Ruka standing loud and proud in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> very, very much. And then the credits uh, roll. Yep. Uh, I don't think, uh... There's much, like, it kind of ends very suddenly, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, overall, like, pretty strong. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, apparently, according to Wikipedia, which I didn't know because we didn't stick to the end credits, uh, at the end credits, it's revealed that Key Man is still alive. Oh. Well, <laughs> after getting sliced in half, huh? I mean, worse things happen to people in this movie who just wind up being fine. I bet you that fucking the mama from the bar, she got split into four. She's probably fine. She'll be in the sequel. Oh, yeah, no. She is just four discreet bodies now. <laughs> that's actually, that's actually kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so on a scale of zero to five crocopussies, how many crocopussies are you rating this one? Oh my. <laughs> I would have to give. Well, it's not like a great movie, but I think it's a really fun movie. So I'll give it like seven out of ten crocopussies. Seven out of ten crocopussies? I'm gonna give it like. I'm gonna give it maybe like six. I, I gotta say to my 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 out of five, so it's a three out of five to me. Croco pussies, mm-hmm. wild ride, but I feel like I kind of need to watch it again. Yeah, kind of. If you have the, you need. The, <laughs> it's the kind of film you have to watch over and over again to get. Yeah, you, it, it's if you think you have to have a very high IQ to understand Tokyo Gore Police. <laughs> Only the finest. Uh, we have questions. Ooh, that's exciting. So, a question from at Tynan Wolf. Who wants oh. to know, what would you want your engineer mutation to be? Oh, hmm. Well, like, you, I guess you have to get hurt first in order for it to... Yeah, it's like darker than black, except for the opposite, where darker than black you get to use your superpower and then you have to hurt yourself. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're referencing, but I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's fine, I don't think anyone listening does either. It's fine, they'll get it eventually. Um, yeah. Definitely not the dick one. Like, I yeah, I don't like if there was like a cool way or a sexy way to do any of this, but it's all just like extremely utility based, and the only utility is murder. Yeah, like, there's nothing that's just like, oh shit, it's the shape shifting one, or like, oh shit, this one makes me two feet taller, so I can like ball on my haters. It's just all guns, so like, yeah, it's all guns and all swords, so I don't know what I want my mutation to be. It's all like horrifying, too. Maybe like, <laughs> maybe just like a part of my butt. Just like one cheek. <laughs> Let's <laughs> party on the left, business on the right. Exactly. Like <laughs> just in case your anyone's left, gonna love it too ass much. Is just like your your left ass is just like irradiated. <laughs> Anyone who touches it just starts to melt, basically. Yeah, but your right butt cheek is like perfectly fine. I mean, I have to have one good one at least. Yeah, you have to have one perfectly normal butt cheek. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Tynan also wants to know, on a more serious note, how, did y'all notice how, some, how intense some of the ableism in this movie was? The coroner guy and the weird gimp lady, it just struck me as a lot of fetishism and othering of people with disabilities. Yeah. I feel, yeah, definitely. I feel like that's like, there are a lot of movies in this, like, I want to say almost grindhouse style of Japanese, like, grind, Japanese grindhouse films. Yeah. Even, like, American um, Grindhouse, to an extent, has... Yeah, that's very true. Grind, maybe it's just Grindhouse as a whole is kind of like that. And I don't, I don't say that, like, as an excuse to... As an excuse to it. I just say that as, like, a... Yeah, it's about... It's about uh, average weight. Average par, average for the course here. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Which for is, horror I, movies. I, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like to see it. it but um, horror movies do that a lot. Uh... I feel like grindhouse horror movies do that a lot. Mm, it's a really unfortunate trope, honestly, that yeah. like, oh, once you get hurt, oh, let's power them up by giving them a gun. Yeah, That's what gives disabled people like, power. Shit. Fucking Planet Terror, the 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 one, the first half of the two-parter that Quentin Tarantino refers to as the grindhouse collection or what the fuck ever. Isn't that the like, one, one with the, like, car- the lady who gets a gun on her leg? Yeah, or? gun on her arm, gun on her leg. Yeah, like, that, that's a pretty good example of it, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, now we're gonna move into recommendations. Ooh. Um, Or you just recommend a thing that you like. I, um, if it's okay, I go first. Yeah, go for it. 
like to recommend um, the movie that actually got me into Tokyo Gore Police, which was um, The Machine Girl. Um, I talked about it a little bit earlier, so I won't go on too long, but it's kind of like a schlocky, action-filled kind of... um, in, in this vein of action where it's like kind of campy and over the top, lots of like blood spurts. Um, but it has like a much better story throughout it. The main character is a lot more interesting. Um, there's a part where her arm gets like tempura fried. Um, and yeah. it, 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 it's, it has a lot, it has a lot of like really, I guess, shocking scenes like this movie, but I feel like it carries all of it out better although i certainly wouldn't call it like a horror movie um if you're looking for like a good schlock movie um with like really strong lesbian energy and just uh something honestly like something you want to like get stoned and relax with your friends and laugh at nice um my recommendation this week is gonna be i'm always hesitant to recommend new anime when the new season is starting but i have a really Mm. good feeling about dr stone um the entire premise is everyone on earth gets turned to stone just all the people all the animals and shit are fine but the people uh -uh. Uh um and then like three thousand years later two dudes like are de-stonified and then they have to fucking rebuild society from square one and it's really fucking cool and the main character looks like us just like a handful of scallions, and I love it. So you're saying that everyone gets stoned. In Thanks this for listening to Fear Baiting. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for being on this week's episode of Fear Baiting. It was not a delight to have you. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun, and I hope it's good to listen to. Uh, where can people find you? Um, people can find me at Mogu Blue. Uh, <laughs> Mogu Blue. M-O-G-U-B-L-U on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I also do a podcast called The Huff and Puff Podcast, which is about sexual identity and expression while we also smoke weed on it. And oh, yeah. uh, it's it's really fun. We haven't released an episode in like five months, but I have one in the works right now. Next time next time you do one, get at me. Heck yeah. I, will, I think you'd honestly be an amazing guest. It'd be perfect. I'm, yeah, I'd be very excited to do that. Yeah. Uh, that, um... That's it for me. Oh, okay, cool. Um, thank you very much for fear baiting, for listening to fear baiting. If you want to find us, we are fear baiting everywhere, including Patreon. Patreon.com slash fear baiting. One dollar a month gets you early access to our episodes. Five bucks a month gets you a message of your choosing, and you can and we say your name. And also ten dollars a month gets you to make us watch a movie of your choosing and also say your name. So thank you to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, and Ducky Aisha. We love you all very much. Hell yeah, we wanna, love you. If, if you want to find me, I can be found on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, same thing at Snouts.online on Mastodon. That's my Twitch. Also, that's me everywhere. Check me out on the other podcast that I do regularly, uh, The Wonder Years, which is the Animorphs podcast. I do it with editor of this show, Blair. Thank you for editing. And uh, musician Seda, who also does the intro and outro music for this podcast. Thank you very much, Seda. Thank you. Uh, I also do Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the leftist podcast for the Terminally Online with 12 or 13 or 4. I, I genuinely don't know how many there are anymore. Uh, other people... Uh, it's a great podcast, and thank you, very much, thank you very much to Matt GameCube and the NoiseSpace.xyz network for graciously hosting this and all of those podcasts. Um, and I think that's everything, so I've been Sarah. And I'm Mogu. And remember, 
you can hide a dead guy anywhere. Is that right? <laughs> no, it's you can put a fucked up guy anywhere, but we're leaving that one in. You'd have to say the real one now, though. And remember... Uh, you can hide a fucked up guy anywhere. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>